News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines. Man is in critical condition after being shot by police inside Samsoy Po MTR station. The Court of Final Appeal has granted permission to two former Filipino domestic helpers to challenge the government's refusal to let them remain in Hong Kong. And in the US midterm elections, the Republicans hold on to the Senate, but the Democrats are on course to take the House. A man is in critical condition after being shot by police inside Samsoy Po MTR station early this morning. Police say an officer had to open fire because she felt her life was in danger. John Wong reports. There were repeated announcements on the concourse telling passengers that some ticketing machines and gates were closed because of a police investigation. The MTR also deployed staff to help commuters as a large area near exits C and D was cordoned off after the incident, which took place at around 7.40 a.m. Police say two officers patrolling the station tried to stop a man in his 50s because he was acting suspiciously. They say the man took out a 15-centimeter long cutter from his backpack. Chiang Ai Kong is the Shamshui Po divisional commander. They were going to stop and search him, so that the distance won't be very far away. But after a warning, they tried to step back because the male was carrying a knife with the uh, sharp edge. He said the officer had assessed the situation and she was confident that she would hit the suspect before opening fire. Why the officer was uh, considered to use the firearm is because that they were under the threat of life. The male was using a life-threatening sharp edge weapon to uh, try to attack the officers at scene. The man was hit in the left of his abdomen and sent to Princess Margaret Hospital. The cordon was lifted around four hours later. Advocacy groups have voiced disappointment and concern after the government denied reports that Hong Kong's human rights situation had deteriorated at a key UN meeting in Geneva. Chief Secretary Matthew Cheung appeared to dismiss any notion that freedoms here may be under attack. Alex Price reports. Addressing the meeting of the UN's Universal Periodic Review, the Chief Secretary, Matthew Jung, said there are no human rights problems in Hong Kong. Fears over press freedom are totally unfounded, and there's no evidence of mainland agents taking extrajudicial action in the city. He said that recent concerns over the rights situation are unwarranted and unfounded. He said they arose from misconceptions and a lack of understanding. His comments come after rights groups have voiced increasing concern. Issues raised include a previous government's suggestion that it may quit an international ban on torture, the city's fall in a global press freedom index, and the suspected abduction of the five Causeway Bay booksellers by mainland agents. Simon Henderson is a spokesman for the Universal Periodic Review Coalition, an umbrella group of local rights-related organisations. I think it was uh, particularly disappointing to uh, hear those comments from, from the Chief Secretary. Uh, we had today a, a response from the international community that expressed real and substantial concern with the increasing erosion of fundamental freedoms in Hong Kong. Uh, we have had an unprecedented response. Uh, from foreign governments. For the first time in the Universal Periodic Review process, foreign governments have made specific recommendations on Hong Kong. Uh, so to, to claim that the recommendations uh, and also questions in advance that were raised last week um, are, are misconceived or somehow groundless, is, it just ignores uh, those concerns of, of the international community. 
At the UN meeting, the Chief Secretary dismissed concerns over press freedom in the wake of the expulsion of Financial Times journalist Victor Mallet, who had chaired a talk by pro-independence activist Chan Ho Tin. Mr Jung said the government is committed to protecting press freedom and doesn't carry out any censorship, but then added it refused to comment on what he referred to as a recent visa extension case. However, many local journalists appear to disagree with the picture painted by the government, with a recent survey suggesting 7 out of 10 think the situation has deteriorated. Other groups share their concerns. Hong Kong was ranked 18th on the Reporters Without Borders World Press Freedom Index when it started in 2002. Since then, it has plunged to 70th. Meanwhile, several countries raised questions at the UN meeting over mainland security officials illegally operating in the SAR. They were alluding to the 2015 Causeway Bay booksellers case, in which five men were apparently abducted from here, China and Thailand. In response, Mr Jung said police had found no evidence of other jurisdictions taking law enforcement action in Hong Kong. Beijing has angrily rejected criticism that it's mistreating hundreds of thousands of Uyghur Muslims in extrajudicial detention camps in the far western region of Xinjiang. Two dozen mostly western countries attending the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva urged the closure of the camps. But the Vice Minister of Foreign Affairs, Li Lucheng, told the council China wouldn't accept the criticism. We will not accept the politically driven accusations from a few countries which are fraught with biases and are seriously far removed from the facts. We will entertain even less attempts to use human rights as an excuse to interfere in China's internal affairs or to undermine its sovereignty and territorial integrity. Court of Final Appeal has granted permission to two former Filipino domestic helpers to challenge the government's refusal to let them remain in Hong Kong and care for their children. Both Desiree Rante Luis and Milagros Texan Comilang gave birth to children who have become permanent residents here. Human rights lawyer Mark Daly, who represented them, said he was pleased the top court will hear the cases in February next year. The grounds were uh, pretty simple, fairly wide, just saying that uh, immigration decisions need to consider family rights and children's rights when they make decisions, particularly affecting uh, Hong Kong permanent resident children and the human rights implications for immigration decisions. That's going to be decided then uh, in the full hearing. The West Kowloon Magistracy has decided to terminate a fraud case against notorious loan shark Sonny Wong after he leapt to his death in August. His brother Wong Kwai Wing, meanwhile, remains on bail with no plea taken. The Wong brothers were accused of conspiring with others to defraud a man identified as X in court documents into paying 88,000 yuan and 880,000 Hong Kong in consultancy fees for a $100 million loan. The chairman of an inquiry looking into the shoddy work at the MTR's Hung Hom station has lambasted a subcontractor of the project, saying he felt the witness was going around in circles and trying to mislead the commission. Priscilla Ung reports. The subcontractor, Poon Wai Shan, is in charge of Fangshan Construction, which did bar bending and fixing work for the main contractor, Leighton Asia. The witness admitted that Leighton sent his company a warning letter in late 2015, which said five reinforcement steel bar threads were found to have been cut short and improperly screwed into couplers on a diaphragm wall. Giving evidence, Mr. Poon offered different versions of when he learned about the incident and how much he knew, at one point suggesting he wasn't even sure whether it was really his workers who cut the bars. 
Justice Michael Hartman said he wasn't happy with what he had heard, and he suggested Mr. Poon was trying to mislead the inquiry. Mr. Poon then clarified that back in 2015, he was only told some workers had failed to screw threads completely into couplers, and was not told about the cutting of threads until the MTR interviewed him in June this year during an internal probe. He added it was his foreman who followed up on the matter at the time, and the foreman must therefore have known what exactly happened. The ombudsman says it will launch a probe into the effectiveness of the Joint Office for Investigation of Water Seepage Complaints, which is handled by Food and Environmental Hygiene as well as Building Department staff. In a statement, the government watchdog said it had received 360 complaints against the office between January 2016 and September 2018 for failing to properly handle water seepage problems across Hong Kong. Many complainants alleged that despite the office taking a long time to conduct various tests, they've still been unable to identify the source of water seepage. The ombudsman Connie Lau says prolonged water seepage can cause great nuisance and lead to environmental hygiene problems, and there's a need to find better ways to resolve water seepage complaints. Votes are being counted in many U.S. states in the most hotly contested midterm elections in decades. First results are coming in from a poll that will determine who runs Congress and wields influence over President Trump's agenda. BBC's David Willis reports. With voting still underway in some western districts, CBS News is predicting the Democrats will take control of the House of Representatives and the Republicans will retain their majority in the Senate. Any hope Democrats had of wresting control of the upper house appear to have been dealt a blow by events in Indiana and North Dakota, where Republican contenders have defeated Democrat incumbents. Donald Trump's decision to campaign in mainly Republican Senate seats appears to have paid off in that regard, but it's still early days here, with many key races too close to call. President Trump has hailed the results as a tremendous success. Potential juror for the trial of the Mexican drug lord Joaquin Guzman, known as El Chapo in New York, has been dismissed by the judge because he asked the defendant for an autograph. The man, who was born in Colombia, has spent 20 years in New York. The BBC's Candice Piet reports. The man admitted he'd asked a court officer to help him get the autograph of Joaquin Guzman. He told the judge he was a fan and admitted he liked to watch TV crime dramas, but he insisted this would not affect his judgment if he was selected. The judge was not convinced. So far, nearly 60 potential jurors have been questioned, but none have been selected. El Chapo is facing a life sentence if found guilty of charges that his Sinaloa cartel smuggled tons of drugs into the United States. Local and regional shares have traded higher as investors are watching closely the outcome of the U.S. midterm elections. Gains on local blue chips widened after results showed Republicans retained control of the Senate. The U.S. dollar rose to a one-month high against the yen. Short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,447. That's 324 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at 51 billion dollars. U.S. dollar is trading at 113.18 yen. The euro stands at one U.S. dollar and 14 cents, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 29 cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Chung. The vice president of the Sports Federation and Olympic Committee of Hong Kong is confident that the government won't say no to its bid for the city to host the World Beach Games in 2021. 
Pui Kwan Kei says the government has been working hard to promote sports here in the past few years. The committee wants to inform the International Olympic Committee at a meeting in Tokyo next month about Hong Kong's plan for a bid. Beach volleyball coach Chen Keng Lung says the games will be good for everyone in Hong Kong. For the athlete, I think that is a very good opportunity for them to demonstrate their standard and have an opportunity to gain their medal. And then for the society, I think that is a very excellent opportunity to let the world know more about the Hong Kong sightseeing places. It's very good for the tourism development. Hong Kong's football team have intensified their training ahead of the East Asian Football Championship. Gary White's men depart for Taiwan on Friday to compete in the tournament's second preliminary round. They kick off against the hosts on Sunday, followed by games against North Korea and Mongolia. Hong Kong must win the group to qualify for the final round. White says there are no easy games in the tournament. In terms of on paper, you know we would be third. Third rank to be favourites because of the FIFA rankings. I think uh, you know, obviously North Korea, North Korea, and Taiwan are 123. I think now, uh, and we're in the 140s. So you know, if you looked at it on paper, yeah, then obviously we're the third favourite. In terms of Mongolia, Mongolia would be uh, on paper the easiest game, but they're also improving under their under their new coach. So there won't there won't be any easy games. And what makes it even more difficult is is the time period that you've got. You've got. You know, our first two—we play two games in three days, so、uh, it, that's going to have an effect on all of the teams in terms of their physical output. So, you know, by the time the, the last game comes around, it's going to be a war of who who has enough left in the tank. To the European Champions League, where Liverpool have been handed a 2-0 defeat at Red Star Belgrade, Milan Pavkov scored twice in the first half to give the Serbian side their first win in the competition. Napoli replaced Liverpool at the top of Group C, though they're level on points. Napoli drew one all with Paris Saint Germain. Tottenham avoided elimination after they came from behind to beat PSV Eindhoven 2-1. Barcelona qualified from Group B after their one all draw with second place. Inter Milan, Spurs trail Inter by three points. Monaco are out after they got pounded four nil at home by Club Brugge. Atletico Madrid beat group leaders Borussia Dortmund two nil to go level on points with the Germans. Antoine Griezmann and Sol Niguez were on target for Atletico. And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A man is in critical condition after being shot by police inside Samsoipo MTR station. A court of final appeal has granted permission to two former Filipino domestic helpers to challenge the government's refusal to let them remain in Hong Kong. And in the U.S. midterm elections, Republicans hold on to the Senate, but the Democrats are on course to take the House. And that's the news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
to me. You and all your expectations. I don't even want your congratulations. I recognize your false confidence and calculated promises. All in your conversation. I hate people that feel entitled. Look at me crazy cause I ain't invite you. Oh, you important, you the moral to the story. You endorsing motherfucker, I don't even like you. Corrupt a man's heart with a gift. That's how you find out who you're dealing with. A small percentage who I'm building with. I want the credit if I'm losing or I'm winning on my mama, that's the really shit.